0: This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, Episode 20 Inch.
1: On this episode, we interview Weird Al's longtime keyboard player Ruben Valtierra. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast
2: about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird
0: Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird it's Dave Al. And Ethan's
2: don't have to
0: listen, but we're glad you are. Big news this week everyone loved our episode with Portugal the Man. So happy to have John and Zach on as guests. They were so much fun and such huge Weird Al fans.
1: I love that episode. I listened back to it and I just enjoyed every second of it. And the really exciting thing is Portugal the Man tweeted out a link to our interview which was so cool and then al himself retweeted their tweet about our interview with Jorge the man
0: <laughs> i know that's so cool
1: it's so exciting and i'm i'm just so thrilled we it, had just so much fun it was just such a, a fun interview all around
0: yeah and i got a lot of positive feedback about it so i'm really happy with how it came out Also, Ethan, more big news this week. We finally got a new music video. Harvey the Wonder Hamster! Yes! Yes! I got the alert because the only person I
1: follow on YouTube is Al because I want (laughs) to know the second anything comes out. And of course... Al finally released the Harvey the Wonder Hamster video. And it is a a familiar video to those who went to the Strings Attached Tour, especially familiar to those who went to 18 or more performances (laughs) because it was the video that they played on the screen while Al and the band were singing and performing the song. And I remember seeing it on stage and I was thinking, this is not a video I've ever seen before. But there were certain elements that kind of looked similar to me And it turns out it was animated by Jarrett Heather. It's the same guy who animated the word crimes
0: video. Yeah, that is actually really cool. He does a great job in that word crimes video. So I'm thrilled that he got another video out there. Totally. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen this video yet, it just came out. It just was released yesterday, right? You can find it on Al's YouTube. You can find it. Yeah, he linked it on all of his social media sites, too. It's really easy to find. And I'm really happy because I was there for the world premiere of the video. It happened in Clearwater, Florida at Ruth Eckerd Hall on June 5th, the first show of Strings Attached. That's true. I didn't even consider that. So you <laughs> you got to see it first
1: ever. Were you the first comment on the YouTube video? I posted me too. Is okay. that what they're supposed to do?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Just laying claim to fame. Reference there. I wanted to give a huge shout out. This is a guy who was at the Toronto show, and I I don't know that I actually met him in person. But he made this really cool artwork that Al posted on his Instagram of Al and the band as Hanna Barbera characters. And he saw how much I loved that. And he
0: made us as Hanna-Barbera characters. Yeah, I absolutely love them. I absolutely love his style. It is amazing. I'm so excited. I can't wait for us to like use them in all of our merchandise and everything. I think they actually would make a great bumper sticker.
1: I agree. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, head over to our social media, at 2000inch. Uh, post it on Instagram. We also post it on Twitter and Facebook. All of it is at 2000inch. You can easily find us there. And check out Chris. He's got some really cool artwork. I I love the the work he did of Al and the band. And he's got some other cool Al-related stuff as well.
0: For sure. Absolutely. You know, Ethan, I'm really, really excited about this week's guest. He first started playing with Al in October of 1991. It was Dr. Demento's 20th anniversary special, and he's been playing keyboards with Al ever since. Yes,
1: yes, Ruben. He is, of course, who, uh, on the bonus episodes, we like to talk about the (laughs) Ruben-perer. And uh, we were so excited. We were able to sit down with him on the last show of our run of shows, at the Abbotsford Center in Abbotsford, British Columbia on August 21st. And Dave, we recorded this backstage. We're supposed to record it in his dressing room,
0: but... Some things got mixed up And we weren't actually able to record it in this dressing room Yeah, this was an adventure We actually were trying to find a quiet spot backstage to do this And Rupin just suggested Let's just do it on the loading dock Which is probably like the <laughs> loudest place in the entire venue
1: Yeah, so we just like We dragged over <laughs> a couple chairs And we just like sat down in the middle of this big cement room And we were just like You know what, screw it We're gonna have fun And the audio is not crispy. Crystal- still clear but you know know, there's definitely some background noise and there's a couple interruptions we get a you know a couple folks walking by and stuff but i had such a blast talking to ruben without further ado let's check out our interview with ruben valtiera
2: here we are with ethan Ullman and the great dave rossi who once said i have space for you on my body (laughs) Put a likeness, and I said, where? And he pointed, and I said, no way. (laughs) All right, see, the interview has started officially.
1: Well, that actually, uh, let's do an introduction, so. uh, Where am I? I, Why am I here? Uh, So we are backstage at the Abbotsford, British Columbia, Weird Al show.
2: Where the heck is that?
1: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure you do. I'm not sure Dave I don't know does. I, I told you. Uh, but we are here with the great Ruben Valtiero.
2: Oh, very nice. You are my friends for life. That's you right. Said, you said my name right. I said Ruben. <laughs> yes. Oh, people, I was shamed a lot say, yeah, the first well, time I interviewed you. you. Be. Ruben's a sandwich. Right. It's a, good, <laughs> it's a good sandwich.
0: But how much does it bother you when, when people call you Ruben, for example, well, I mean, or rather than Ruben? I don't
2: get it. I don't get it because it's like. If you say something like uh, Thomas, people don't go, oh Thomas, you know. If you say something like Jose, people don't go, oh Jose. So when you <laughs> right when you say something like Ruben, then they go, oh Ruben. It's like, well, are what who are you listening to? What is
1: going on?
2: You know. Anyway, do I do I get to add all this sure, stuff? Good, let's start over. Uh-
1: <laughs> We're here in the backstage of Abbotsford, Canada, British Columbia, for the Weird Al Strings Attached Tour with the great Ruben Valtiera. Oh, man.
2: Okay. Ta-da! See? Another one of my fans. Yes. <laughs>
1: My co-host here David Rossi, he is a, a prominent Weird Al fan. He's known for many things including the Hollywood star for his his collection for his, his, collection, for his uh, Weird Al tattoos and he oh. does not have a Ruben no, Valtier no, tattoo. I have one.
2: Like I said, he showed me the space where it, where it could fit. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this a family show anyway. <laughs> Nothing more about that. Who is this lady lurking in the background? There's a woman lurking in the background. That's
1: your fan. That's the homeless homeless
2: woman. Oh, that's the homeless woman. Okay. No, I was talking about this other homeless woman.
1: (laughs) Have there ever been a Ruben tattoo? Has anyone come up to you with a Ruben tattoo? No, I would probably run away if I saw anybody who had a, a Ruben tattoo.
2: Wouldn't you... Wouldn't you if just some stranger showed up and here
0: I am, look, here's my Ethan <laughs> Almond Yeah,
2: you're I You're like, who are you? <laughs> I'm not telling. Wouldn't you, Ron? Come on. Well, Ruben. But of course, the thing is, Dave is, this, is this a is great, great cat. Yeah, uh, Dave has something. You're kidding. Like to, you're to, kidding. I am kidding. Okay. We're kidding. <laughs> Thank God. Do you laugh as much with Steve? No. Do you laugh as much with Kim Ho? No. Come on. Come on. I'm the guy. I write all the jokes. That's right. He's on... Remember? I told you. He's, he's a puppet. He's on strings. <laughs> eat it. Eat it. You know? Right? It's me. It's me controlling all this. I wrote all well, this Well one,
1: one thing that um, that I want to ask you about, and anyone who's seen the Strings Attached tour, or really any of the the full production tours, will remember your character you play at the end, after the encore, come out from the Star Wars. You come out wearing a robe. Does this make any no, sense? Okay, you don't remember I, this?
2: I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, the evil Dar- Darth uh, Darth Ruben as I've been called. Somebody wanted to call me the evil um, Rubein. An emperor Rube, emperor. Rube Emperor. Is that you? That was me. Oh man, get off this Well, I now. wanted to ask you about Shut that. Shut it
1: down with this is over. I okay. think Rube Emperor, uh, you know, it's it's emperor. more canon yeah. to the Star Wars that universe. It's
2: like some strange
1: like salve that you use when, you
2: know, for for <laughs> weird diseases. Here, rub some of this Rube Emperor on it. <laughs> um, I'm just looking oh it's the great JW. The Bob Barker of Rock and Roll is approaching. Look at that! This is like we are graced
0: and honored. We are being graced with our previous guest, J.W. Hello, J.W. Hey,
2: how's everybody doing today? It's good to see you guys. Look at that! Look at that! He's got <laughs> he's, he's got his announcer yeah, voice. Exactly. Hey, right, I, I am the Bob Barker of rock and roll. I oh, am. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> with With his little mic, you know, you've seen the mic. That this yes, mic? It's yes. Like, was, what do you call it? A little ID. mic. ID. <laughs> that was my. ID. Well, your wife. Forget it. Um, <laughs> edit. Um, uh, okay, once again, who is that woman in the back? I'm oh, my gosh, we guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Ruben, we wanted to ask you about this tour. You know, what are some songs you like performing? What are some of your favorites?
2: Um, I, I told Al when I saw the, the set list in the beginning, as soon as I saw Jurassic Park, I said, this, this will be a showstopper. And the thing is, is that uh, I, you know, I've got a very substantial part on it. I get to be very pianistic, and I get to do my rubberachi thing on it. <laughs> and, I love it. Yeah, thank you. And um, and and he, you know, lets me do it. He, um, usually, he's very, you know, specific about the parts that he wants you to play, and. Um, and he's been very generous and le- just letting me be very uh, flamboyant on it. as flamboyant as I want. I-, I don't go too far, or it might you know it might make him look at me and go, what are you doing? But but uh, I knew it would be a showstopper, especially with the orchestra, and especially when the orchestra has been playing with us uh, for a couple of times, as in as in this orchestra. Um, this is the well, what are we calling this the. Uh, the Victoria Orchestra the, or the Northwest Orchestra. Um, we ha, we had the, the Vancouver
1: this, Orchestra. I don't
2: know. In that they They've, they've been in this corner. Right. You British know. Columbia. Right. Right. Yeah. And then we had the Seattle Orchestra. That, and if you, how many shows did you see? It'll this be the eighteenth one. Number 18th well, How many in Seattle did you see? All three. Okay, so yeah. you saw that it just got stronger and stronger and yes, stronger. Definitely. And, and so so you know songs like that they, they really benefit from. Uh, from from uh, you know repetition, and so the orchestras are. Uh, that song, I love that song. Um, the other song is is Jackson Park Express. Is just a quirky song that that it, it's it's it, you can't fake it. You know you can't just like settle in and just go. Oh, this is nice because the chords are just changing randomly every every bar and if you kind of space out or something you can't just like fake it and you know because usually if if you allow me to get um talk shop musically um songs will be in the same key and so you could actually just like you know hit a common note that, that'll go across all keys uh, some people, when they get lost or space out, they do trill. You know, um, that's that's a saying. When in doubt, I see if I already lost Ethan here. <laughs> He's looking around. Where's, where's the where, where's the jelly beans? <laughs> Let's talk about spam. Anyway, the thing is, is that things are flying by. There's so many random chords and and, and uh, key changes that if you space out, you lose it. You know, and uh, and it's hard to get back on on track. And um, so, in other words, it keeps me on my toes, and I, and I love that. Otherwise, if you're playing, if you've been playing the same song for 30 years, you know, it's easy for you to kind of like going, gee, I wonder, I wonder, where, wonder where Dave and Ethan are right now. I wonder, I wonder what they're doing right now. And it's like, oh my God. And who is that woman looking at, lurking in the background? You, see, you haven't introduced me to her,
0: but it's like- We don't know.
2: We don't know? Oh, so this, this, this is woman of mystery.
0: This is our occasional ho- ho- co-host, co-host Jackie Rossi.
2: Oh, hello! How are you? Is that your lovely? Is that your better half?
0: That's my wife. Yes. That's
2: wonderful. That's wonderful. How do you let him get away? What? With, with, with <laughs> what? Is there something of you anywhere? <laughs> um. Your, your guests will have no idea what's going on here This is a complete chaos You've descended into <laughs> chaos You've lost control of the interview You know Okay, so, so anyway uh, What did I say? I said, uh, I said uh, you Actually,
1: you touched on something I wanted to ask you about When you are on stage mm. Can you see the audience? Do you get distracted when people are shining their phones And waving their hands And doing all sorts of stuff? No, not at all not no, at you all. You get distracted or no, you don't can't. see them? Uh,
2: I just don't care about them. No, no, I, I, I. Um, even the, the the woman, I got to laugh out of the girl. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? It's like the first couple of months, couple of weeks that I was out with Al. You know, back in the eighteen um, hundreds. <laughs> uh, it's like it, it was cool, and then it's like seeing everybody really get into it. But. It's just the way it is. This is, what we, this is what I expect. This is what we expect. I mean, for, for, you know, all the effort that Al puts into everything, the production, performance, everything, you expect the people to go nuts and, the, and the, you know, without kissing butt too much. It's like these are the most, you know, um, these are the brightest and smartest audiences that anybody could have, you know, because they get it. So, they're there. They get it all. They're 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 rabid fans. You just expect people just to be going nuts. If they're not going nuts, then I get distracted. Right. <laughs> okay, like, because like on an Amish, I mean you know you know that everybody's like doing this, and Weaving then and then there'll be a group of like three people that aren't doing that, and I'm like going, what's up with them? And it's like I'm going, what? Did, oh, it's a family. I hmm, I wonder what they are I should stop while I'm up ahead but I'm like going is is this like an Amish family that's like saying we don't approve of this no do not wave your hands junior <laughs> or they're just so so that's what's distracting but uh, it's it's uh, it's actually more it's more fulfilling actually to see all the people and, uh, either smiling going nuts the more n- nuts they go you know, the more fulfilling it is. So, no, not distracting at all.
0: So, so you mentioned back in you know, the 1800s when you first started with Al. What was your first project with Al and how did you get involved with the band? Well, you know the story.
2: I mean, the story is that uh, I was asked to be uh, in the orchestra for the Dr. Timento 20th anniversary. And to make the, short, the story short, because the woman is falling asleep over here. <laughs> um, to make the story short and keep it somewhat interesting, um, there was a like a twenty-piece orchestra, and um, Demento was uh, was doing his twentieth anniversary thing. It was being uh, a film taped uh, with uh, Jay Levy directing it, and there were a bunch of uh, uh, guest stars, and one of them was Weird Al Yankovic. I had been in town for about. Uh, in LA for about a year, and uh, I got asked to do this. I show up. We're sitting there with the or- with the orchestra. I look at the the, the guitarist. You know, uh, some very, very unkempt, uh, so poor-looking homeless individual, and 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 so I thought it was part of a bit or something. No, no it was Jim Kimo West with his back in the days of his long hair, and and i and i didn't know him and i said so so what's your story and he goes well we're actually part of al's we're in al's band and i go what the rhythm section is and, and yeah yeah and, and i go oh that's cool well where's your keyboardist and he goes well we really don't have one right now and i go after just being there for almost a year i go cha-ching <laughs> And I had to do some shtick with Al, and so so even. Let's let's talk about who's who's texting you right now. <laughs> I'm looking and at the next question to is, ask oh, you, Ben. Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> so the thing is, is that I was asked to do um, shtick with Al, and I said, I want him to remember who I am, and I went in and I patted my part. And it's a long story, but basically, it ended up with me in a bloody heap at the, on the bottom of a riser, having torn down all these curtains and stuff. And you know, because he had poked me in the eye, and I just went flying off a six-foot riser. And the audience went nuts. And you know, Jay Levy uh, said, "God, God!" And they all went back to, you know, find me, you know, in a crumpled, bloody heap, you know, at the bottom of the riser. But the thing is, when they got to me. They found me on a pile, a giant pile of giant pillows that I had found backstage and put there specifically because I was going to do this and make sure Al knew and remembered who I was. And a couple of months later when he went on the, uh, off the Deep End tour, they called me. And, you know, I was new in L.A. I had talent. I was young. I had good looks. I was going to be a star. And then I met Al. Al. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been a contender. And here I and here I am sitting in a loading dock with a guy with a bunch of tattoos <laughs> 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 and a guy who keeps looking at his Facebook and could care less about this interview and there's a lady in back who's snoring I could have been a contender anyway so you know um next
1: I'd love to get back to this current tour strings attached you have to perform with an orchestra this is new this tour how have you and the band had to adjust it's
2: it's easy it's easy um I feel for the conductor because, um, first of all, if it was a different conductor every night, we'd be it would be it would be chaos and terrible, and you would have heard about it because there's just no way that you can. The, the show is so tight, and the, the parts are so hard, the orchestrations are so difficult that you know you need to be. Able, they the people have to are sent all the, the music beforehand. They need to study it. Some do. Some don't. Um, they need to study, and then they come in and they do a rehearsal. The conductor, if he was new every day, wouldn't know. I mean, we are a well-oiled machine. You know this. You know everything. There's no pattern. There's no There's nothing. It's just boom, 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 boom. Uh, we're on a ninety-minute uh, schedule with the with the orchestra. If we go over, it's you know a lot of money in overtime, and management does not want that. So we have to stick. We we come within a, a, a two or three seconds of going over time all the time. It is that tight, wow. you know. Um, when when I'm doing my little shtick, I've got I've got the tour manager in in my you know ears saying uh, short, super short, you know, telling me how long I should go or go. Well, I'll take your time, or yeah. or ah. so you can see that sometimes I do like literally really fast ones It's because I've been told keep it shorter we're going to go over time you know and management does not want that i mean we're talking tens of thousands of dollars you know um so the thing is is that it's that it's that well orchestrated well scripted well choreographed and if a new conductor's there every day he doesn't know you know that the guitarist ends this or that i end this song and look over here look over there so it would be, it would be crazy. So the conductor, we, we bring the conductor along with us and he rehearses the orchestra for like two and a half hours um, before the show. Wow. And so he's not, he's not only doing that, he's doing a, a, a complete show afterwards. And this is every day. So without him, it would be a drag, but and it would, you just couldn't do it. It, would, it wouldn't have been good. But he's there, he's doing it, it and, and you can see it, it's a great show. So I have a little bit of the orchestra in my, in my in-ears, but mostly I'm just paying attention to, you know, to the rhythm section, keeping it as solid, making it as solid of a foundation as possible, giving Al everything he needs. And then the orchestra is just icing on the cake, you know. And like I said, if it wasn't done this way, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'll go on record though. It was my idea to actually, you know, when we heard about this, people, the, the band's going, oh no, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to rehearse with the orchestra every day. And I, um, I'll go on record, they can poo-poo it, whatever they want, but I said, record the band doing the show and put it, give them a, a mix in those, in those side fills, in the monitors, give the orchestra a mix when the conductor comes in you know start the show and play to the show and have the orchestra do that and they they said no 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 and then they finally said okay let's do it and that's what those those side fills are that you see you know and that's what makes this thing you know work as well as it does so so there there's all the inside scoop of it so that's
0: a very tight uh Schedule that you have up on stage. I mean, a very scripted, very almost choreographed. very choreographed, scripted. So, one that was a little less scripted was last uh, tour with the Vanity Tour. So, how is that different than performing with orchestra? What was that? What was your experience like on the Vanity Tour?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, as I've said to some, some people, and they don't disagree, but, you know, this is the Vanity Tour. You know, he thought the last the last uh, uh, tour was the vanity tour, vanity tour because he was performing his own stuff and this and that. No, no. He came out to a lot of people. He, it was his coming out tour, I believe, as just, this is not a novelty. This is not a comedian. This is a full on, you know, uh, pop star, uh, a, an accomplished artist, an accomplished vocalist, a rock star, you know. That's what I thought that last tour was this is the vanity tour. I've got an orchestra. (laughs) I've got three background singers, right? You know, this is the vanity tour. And, and the thing it's, it's true. Um, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's like, this is costing a lot of money to, to rehearse these guys knock over time some of these people are being busted in you know um, uh, um, oh, how about the cost of the ferries going back and forth to from Victoria to, to Vancouver you know I mean you put in all those costs and it, so 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 this is I don't see this happening too often right now what will happen more often is what was called the vanity tour he's going to come back and he's going to do that again he thought it wouldn't sell the, uh, the tour manager was standing next to him during performances and saying oh my god I, we could have booked places twice as big as this you know because we sold out sold out sold out sold out and people just kept coming and Al was amazed he's like oh my god you know you really 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 like me you know <laughs> and, and so going on with that um, going on with that, you guys in sync? You guys on the same page? <laughs> okay. Uh, g- going on with that. Remember that the setlist was—you know—John says it was 50 songs or something, and I was here saying 60 songs, but it felt like it. But these are all of Al's originals. Uh, 50, let's say 50 rotating songs—a rotating setlist. We never got to be comfortable because it's like we're you know here we're doing the same stuff over and over and over. Right? We're it's tight. You know, we got this. You don't even have to think about it. It's like tying your shoes. But but with the tour before, we had to think about you know real hard because like we might have played this one song two weeks ago. So it's like and maybe twice two weeks ago. Right? I was like, wow, we got this now. Now we're warmed up. And then you don't play it again (laughs) for two weeks. It's like, how did, how did I, what did I do here? You know, so that was tough. That kept us on our toes. And then, uh, and then of course the, uh, the cover tunes, you know, afterwards, the random cover tunes, which were really hard on Jim because, uh, because uh, Al and John went in and picked their, you know, their favorite eclectic rock classics. (laughs) You know, Particle Man. (laughs) Peaches. My two
1: favorite on the
2: (laughs) tour. Right. But that I mean you got a different sensibility than most people. (laughs) You know, I was I was digging Saturday Nights Alright for five. I was digging Funk thirty nine by the James gang. I was I was, you know, even Born to be wild, you know just the rockers, you know. And, and then, uh, anyway, um, the fact that John and Al picked the tunes, they didn't realize that most of these tunes were guitar-driven. You had to play the guitar part perfectly or else it didn't sound like the tune, and you had to have that sound. So there was a big load for Jim, you know. I just sat back and played, you know, you know, appropriate B3 parts or piano parts and this Of course, I had to do that Tom Lehrer tune. Yes, and yeah, and, the and, and, and thank you, I did crush it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. um, and because that was basically a classical tune. You know, that was that, that was, uh, what, which, um, that was from, the, from the Pirates of Penzance, you know, Gilbert and Sullivan, um, if, you oh, knew, if you know that. That's what that song was taken from. Oh, okay, and so it's a classical thing, and I had to play it, perfectly and of course in my hometown like or a place that I was that I lived for a long time Monterey with all my (laughs) friends watching so I had to play it good
1: what's next well actually I wanted to ask more strings attached you so you guys are you share a bus and this tour you added on three backup singers they're on the bus is it all flowers and pink what is what is the difference on the bus
2: the difference on the bus is that we can't walk around nude anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot more. I won't go there. Okay. okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I could get ev- okay. even more evil. Um, the difference is, is that the uh, the ladies are are, are wonderful, uh, beautiful, beautiful, very talented, very sweet women. And, uh, you know, we tried our hardest to to be gentlemen. But now it's towards the end of the tour, <laughs> and now they're talking like sailors, <laughs> and they, we've obviously rubbed off on them. So, so. but um, they're amazing because I mean, um, they actually go, go to their bunks like b- before we even take off. They're already in their bunks asleep. You know, they're being good little girls. Um, they're they're behaving themselves quite quite nicely. Um, that's all bad. I didn't mean that. No, they oh, they are beautiful, beautiful uh, women. Uh, it's a pleasure to have them on board. Uh, but you know, at the same time, it's kind of, it's been kind of fun to to, uh, to uh, be their mentors, you know, for the touring stuff because you know they came on with giant suitcases, and you know, and it's just like they learned that you know all you need is just a little bit because we're in and you know we're out of the bus, back in out in out, You know, you've got to be able to make a quick escape. And um, and they're, they're not complaining at all, they're wonderful. So it's nice. I don't know when it'll happen again.
0: <laughs> so aside from the uh, Valtiera Latin Orchestra, do you have any other projects or bands you perform with or when you're not touring with well, Al?
2: I've been calling that thing the uh, Latin Orchestra because of me, you know, my uh, Tensions for uh, salsa and it's, uh, Latin things because I, you know, liked playing Latin jazz and this and that. There's not a lot of Latin jazz players up where I live now since I live up in uh, Sonoma County, uh, up in the wine country uh, in California, and uh, so it's actually easy for me to uh, start playing more jazz. I'm I'm uh, doing more stuff like uh, the stuff that Miles Davis was doing back in 1964 with Herbie hancock and tony williams and uh, just more heady kind of uh, exploring jazz pretty stuff but uh i'm not forcing the latin stuff down their throats Espe- <laughs> especially but because they really I'm, I'm people laugh but i'm very serious when i say they just really want to hear the grateful dead and i'm being very serious you know um people laugh but it's really true they like look at my stuff and go okay that's nice I guess do you do do you do trucking you know (laughs) and I'm faced with that so um, so now I've got uh, I'm just going going towards more of a jazz thing it uh, you know the loud the loud stuff for me it's 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 kind of just going away I'm more into the introspective quiet stuff And, and and so and there there is an audience for that up there so, so I'm, looking, I'm looking to that as uh, as this winds up. And you look like you're starting to wind this thing up, too.
1: <laughs> well, this is our last show of the tour, uh, which is very sad. Uh, we've both been at 17 so far. This will be our 18th and final. Favorite? Oh, man. I mean, it's so hard to pick. They were all so great. Um, and
2: what's your favorite song?
1: I would have to go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ruben's holding the... <laughs> You know, I really love that Weasel Stomping Day made the cut.
2: Was there too much of them? Too much of that? Of what? With the Weasel and the Hamster Stomping Day and the other one and the... No, I love that! (laughs) I love that! Some, it, people were some people were saying wow I
1: mean the cool. same wow. way there were so many uh, songs on the last tour that I never thought I'd hear live those are two songs I never thought I'd hear live and they I don't know that we'll see hear them again unless there's another orchestra tour because you really need the orchestra to do them justice well we have we have
2: our we have our magic you know that we can do to be able to pull it off but the thing is is it's really about the uh, the production aspect, that it's an orchestra and it's all these people doing a thing. We could do the songs again. Um, you're right. You may not see those those songs again. Um, except as like filler, you know, for during the costume changes. And right. stuff, because that's the first time you actually saw that. Right. You know, um, I remember when he used to actually do the thing for LTV and sang to Harvey, and then right. you know, would toss them. You know, that's what I was waiting for when <laughs> toss the hamster.
0: So let's flip the question around to you. What were some of your favorite venues and shows that you performed on this tour? Uh,
2: Berkeley, Berkeley, the Greek Theater, because uh, I've played the Greek Theater a bunch of times with Al down in L.A. And the Greek Theater that I grew up with was was Berkeley. That's where I saw. A bunch of great acts you know from oscar peterson to herbie hancock to robin ford in the yellow jackets to david sanborn Al row and that's the one i grew up with and to be able to and it was a bill graham uh part of a bill graham production and he always did it right i don't know if you got this did you go we were not backstage it was just beautiful festoon with all sorts of you know chinese lanterns and just beautiful lights and stuff and uh, they just and and you feel such a part of history you know cultural history and you're right there on the berkeley campus where you know so much stuff went down free free speech movement all you know um and the the birth of hippiedom and all all that and considering that i went to i lived in and went to school in santa cruz during the during the hippie days you know it it meant a lot to me uh seattle was cool Uh, um i was really Happy to bring my my lovely wife, LeDon, um, and have her there at the Seattle shows because she has seen some goofy shows where <laughs> we weren't supposed to be there, like off the <laughs> side of the bowling alley, you know, with the bedsheet as the uh, as the screen. And I say, like, really, LeDon, it's it's really bigger than this, you know. And then for her to finally see those shows and the fact that they just got stronger and stronger with every time because because of the orchestra, you know, and the repetition. And then, of course, the crowds going nuts and then launching into Nirvana in Seattle. You know, it's like I took my I took my ears out just
1: so I could hear the crowds going nuts during that. Well, that was one of the favorite parts for us when we were discussing the concert hearing people cheer for every time Nirvana said or every time Seattle said right people yeah, went right. nuts
2: I know and I because I, I took my you know I took my ears out you know I, I knew what it was playing I didn't have to hear right. it and I right I, I, w- I was there but uh, just to hear them go nuts you know and watch Al spill the water on everybody <laughs> you know that a couple of didn't I tell you that a couple of weeks into the first tour um way back when um i was just punking out during nirvana because it was on the first tour and i went out to the front of the stage and was like doing just posturing you know being a punk people go and and i had a thing i had a glass of water you know (laughs) and i went out there and just said oh yeah you punks take that and they all went ah like that (laughs) And and that was fun, you know. Watch me on on the Arsenio thing. If you've ever seen the video yes, from the Arsenio yes. thing, you can see me in in at the end do a backflip because <laughs> I was bummed out um, that I saw the TV. You know, the cameras hadn't you know given me a shot at all. So I said you know screw this I'm getting my shot and I went behind Al and did a backflip right you know (laughs) I don't do that anymore (laughs) but so it was in those days where I went out and I splashed the audience and after the show Al comes up to me and goes Ruben you know the water thing don't do that again (laughs) (laughs) and so the next night what happens oh no he comes out and he does the water thing <laughs> always stealing my ideas Wow! hey hey um um let's see um dare to be stupid the girls can i have a volunteer right Is that your thing what do you think of course <laughs> of course once he's once he finds out <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is like 200 motels and talking about Zappa, you know, in the background. There's a pillow with Zappa. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, the man, he's always watching us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Al. What? What? And he's, he's going to go back and look at the tapes. <laughs> is it true that with you? But the girls love doing it, you know, and the crowd loves it, right? Doesn't it seem right? I do it right. from the audience. Right? Doesn't it seem right? Kind of having a volunteer. And they, and they do it like the robot thing. Robot, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's right. he's a puppet
1: so back to uh, (laughs) back to reality no back to Smells Like Nirvana are there other songs that you see kind of get a hometown bump when you're in a city
2: Uh, looking forward to Minnesota I suppose for the the twine ball thing and uh, what I'm liking right now uh, when it comes to playing is uh, as graciously as humbly as I can put it I am really happy about uh, when it comes to the whole orchestra thing. I'm 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 happy that they're doing a bunch of things that I used to do that I don't have to worry about. I'm just playing piano, but I'm also able, able to help Al on some things because he was doing the um, he was doing the accordion on uh, Twineball, and he gets excited and and this starts getting out, you know, and so. I'm there, and we're holding it together. And I'm think I'm telling you, the songs, as as dopey as the, some people might think they are, and the music is just really solid right now. The guys are all on the same page. We're just super listening to each other, real hard, and just and it, the band just sounds great. You know, I know you hear this. You know, that's so, why
1: we're seeing 18 uh, shows. <laughs> Um.
2: But other other places uh, that I know of that get a what do you say get a bump or something that yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. What do you think?
0: Oh, how about uh, in Lancaster in Amish Paradise?
2: In the beginning, yeah. But we haven't been there for <laughs> been there forever. <laughs> you know, um, we had, once I, they had a, a comedian open for us one time. He was the Amish comedian. He came dressed up like this and with a wheelbarrow and told really lame jokes, and they threw food in. Oh, oh no. All
1: right, Ruben, we're going to ask the final question. The final question uh, everyone's been wondering. We need to know your favorite color and your favorite number. My favorite color is
2: green. My favorite number used to be like, I don't know, either like 24 or 36. Or seven is good, too, because there's a spiritual thing going on with it. Are you serious, really? (laughs) Are we talking about jelly beans, too?
1: That was our final question. Ruben, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast speaking with you. My
2: pleasure, guys. Good to see you and the the lovely lady who's lurking in the background. (laughs)
0: And you're listening to Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast.
1: Huge, huge thank you to Ruben Valtier. What an awesome, awesome interview. I had a blast talking to him. And despite, you know, some of the echoes and <laughs> background noise, I think it turned out great. And that was really fun to listen
0: back to. Yeah, Ruben is such a fun guy to talk to. And he's such a funny guy. I mean, you have to be funny, I guess, to be in Weird Al's band. <laughs> he is, yeah, he just, he's nonstop jokes. I never knew when he was kidding, when he was joking.
1: <laughs> Always laughing uh, when we're talking to Ruben.
0: Extra special thank you to Chris Sierre for those amazing Hanna-Barbera style drawings of Ethan and myself. You can check out Chris at. Chris Cierre on Instagram. That's C-H-R-I-S-C-I-E-R-E. We also want to thank all of our listeners and especially those who subscribe. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. It means a lot to us. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you can stream podcasts.
1: Yes, so go check them out. Go to the back catalog. Check out our bonus centimeter episodes if you haven't already. Every single Weird Al show. Dave or I went to, we have a review of, and we're still releasing them, so keep checking back. And of course, we have the full episodes that come out every Wednesday.
0: Yes, and you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at 2000inch and 2000inch.com. We also have a Facebook group. Sometimes we post like secret bonus pictures and that
1: kind of stuff, so you don't want to miss that out on the Facebook group. And when you're posting about us, use hashtag... 2000 inch
0: we have so many great guests coming up over the next several weeks if you subscribe that's the only way you're going to ensure that you get to hear the episodes the second they are released
1: and if you don't listen the second they're released don't worry you can listen anytime to any episode that we've ever put out just head over to 2000inch.com or just check it out in iTunes or Google Play or wherever and if you're really feeling spunky give us a call 347-SPATULA that's 347-772-8852 we love hearing
0: from you leave us a message maybe we'll even play it on there that was Dave and Ethan's 2000inch Weird Al Podcast episode 20inch Straight.